Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. What's the top five Westerns movies of all time to you? Oh, man. Uh, Tombstone. That's a great um, one. That's a good one. Uh, let's see. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head because it's late and I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, White Earp. I like, I like White Earp too. Um, with Kevin Costner? Yeah, I, only because I watched it with my dad. I know it's not a good movie, uh, but I watched it with my dad as a kid and I remember enjoying it as a kid. I probably haven't watched it since I was a kid. It came the question out. is, what's the top five Western movies to you? So there is yeah. no wrong answers. You true, know what I mean? True. And I think that's what needs to be said with movies as a whole when people do their top lists. There's no such thing. I just, I've been on a, a Western kick lately. I watched Hang Him High, which oh, is, nice. if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's like one of the best Westerns of all time with Clint Eastwood, and it's so good. And I watched yeah. Tombstone. Tombstone's good. Oh, I love Tombstone. That's, it's, Kurt Russell is so freaking good in that. And people Kurt always Russell's- talk about Val Kilmer, and he's great. Yeah, but Kurt Russell's really good too. He's good in everything, though. So you know who's in it that I just noticed today when I who's watched that? it is Billy Bob Thornton. Oh yeah, <laughs> he plays right? a dealer that is like terrorizing this uh, casino that they buy, and the, the casino they buy, the Oriental, yeah, or the Orient or whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah, and I was like, holy crap, is that Billy Bob Thornton? <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It is. Welcome back to Spore the Country. I'm Kenner Gregan. That right there is a tired Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, it's Seda Wolf, isn't it? It is, man. And uh, t- comes on and talks with Melissa about her comic from Scout Comics, Soulstream. And what's pretty cool is she's a 15-year-old comic creator who got her comic picked up by Scout and is coming wow. out. Wow. That's insane. That is insane. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Good for her. Right. Yeah, and Hermel's had a great time talking about about the comic, and you know, I mean, it's because it's think about it. I mean, we talked we've talked to some creators like Paul Levitz and them who started working in the industry in Mart for for the, you know back when they were fifteen, sixteen, but you don't really see that right this you know in this day and age anymore, which it's it's cool. I love it because everybody has their own voice, and it's cool to see. Uh, you know, I don't want to say kids because she's not a kid. Fifteen, it's still a kid, but not a kid. But I mean, I have a fifteen year old son, so it's kind of like, well, why don't you make comics too? It's a kid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she just happens to have a lot more ambition than most. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Well, now I'm excited just to get into this. So why don't we sit back, relax, and listen to Melissa chat with uh, Seda Wolf. This is Spoiler Country, and I'm Melissa Sergeant. 
Today on the show, I'm excited to welcome a comic book writer and artist here to talk about her debut comic, Soul Stream, Seda Wolf. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. How's everything going? Everything's going pretty well. I'm I'm getting really close to actually finishing all five issues of my comic, so I'm really happy about that. Oh, awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's- I know I'm going to I'm going to be I'm I'm really happy that issue 1 is out now, but I'm also going to be incredibly excited when the trade paperback comes out in the fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can hold it in your hands. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, so this is your debut comic. You're 17. So how are you feeling? What's going through your mind when you when you see that your your comic with your name on it is available for people to buy? Well, I guess it it makes me incredibly happy to see that my comic is already published. I I never thought I would be published this early in my life, but I'm really happy about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it I'm I'm just really happy that my comic is available for people to read because that's that's really all I want is for people to be able to read my story. That's awesome. Yeah. You're way ahead of the curve. I didn't publish my first book till I was 35. So, and you know, it's never too late, but I think it's awesome that at such a young age, you already know what you want and you have the skills and drive, you know, to make it happen. So that's really cool. Has your, your family been really supportive about that? Uh, yeah, they, they have. My family has been great. My, my family was actually, they were very, they were, yeah, they were really supportive of me and their support was part of why I start, started submitting it to publishing companies like two years ago and that is and now I'm published so yeah that's so cool well so tell me a little bit about that that journey you know when when did you decide that you wanted to be a comic book writer slash artist and and how did you go about you know taking that idea onto paper well I've always my entire life I've always really I've always loved telling stories through visual mediums I've always loved to draw I know around middle school, I decided that I wanted to try to make video games to tell my stories because I really loved video games. I still love video games. And I decided I really wanted to learn how to do that. So I, I spent several years just trying to learn how to make video games. And I made a few and they're, and I'm still proud of them, sort of. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after after all that though, at some point I realized I actually really don't really like coding very much, which <laughs> is quite a big part of creating video games. So uh, I decided to <laughs> look into other methods of telling stories that maybe had more elements that I specifically liked because I always I really liked writing stories and I liked drawing them. So yeah. and I realized there's lots of other mediums that basically can utilize those two skills to their fullest extent that don't involve coding and coding is fine but any, yeah. anyway yeah <laughs> i i ended up making a comic to tell one of my stories and that's so cool and <laughs> and how did you go about you know once it was you know done to to how you were like satisfied with it and wanting to submit you know how did you go about finding these you know comic book companies you just like google search or you know how was that like well, yeah, it ended up basically just being through a gr- through some Google searches. My my parents helped me look up different comic book companies. And back then I only had eight pages done, which was the mm-hmm. minimum that you had to submit to most companies was just you would submit the first eight pages, which was all I had done at the time. So <laughs> I, I ended up doing that to just, just a few companies. And then 
I got an email back from Scout Comics and they said they wanted to publish it. And that was pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's such a great feeling. How did you celebrate when you got the news? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It was a blur. (laughs) It was was two years ago. I remember I was really excited. It was was very surreal. But yeah, that was... It feels like a, like forever ago because I was only 15 back then. I was a sophomore in high school, I think. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm a senior and I'm still working on the same comic, which, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. It goes by slow when you're in the middle of it too. You know, I mean, it feels like, you know, two years is really not that long, but it does feel like a long time. And you probably feel like you've even been working on it longer just because it's probably been in your head before you even put it down on paper. Yeah, it really is crazy how it goes by so fast, especially how, yeah, and, and while while those years are going by, it feels like forever, especially since, like, I haven't been alive very long, so <laughs> even two years is just a pretty big chunk of my lifespan right now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, and it, it, do, it does feel like I've almost been working on it for a longer time, because just, I feel like all the past projects and the little stories I've written throughout my life have kind of culminated in this I suppose okay and just all the like making small stories and figuring out what works and what doesn't and figuring out different plot lines that I really would want to have in a story or different character types that I wished I could put in a story and it all just kind of came together into Soulstream pretty much yeah and so I had the pleasure of reading the first issue yeah it was great Scott was nice enough to send me a copy so it was um, so refreshing. It kind of, I can see your video game influence. I'm a big gamer <laughs> myself. And there were just the art and elements of the dialogue definitely reminded me of, you know, something like maybe Legend of Zelda-ish, which yeah. I thought was really cool. So, you know, what what inspired, you know, this specific story of, of Soulstream and using like the elemental magic and stuff like that? Well, I, I think that Soulstream really is, it's the story that I always wished existed. And basically it's it's the kind of thing where it it's kind of like putting all my interests in a blender and coming out with a comic at the end, I guess. Yeah, so it's and it's definitely the kind of thing where I I try really hard while I'm working on it to make it something where if this comic had existed when I was like 10 and I had read it that it would have been my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's got it's got it's it's got elements from superhero comics that I've always liked. There's definitely some video game influence in there. I know there's some anime influence too, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I picked up a little on that too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's basically just a lot of the things that I like in media. I've managed to pick and cut out different things that I like, and I've managed to make this comic out of all of that. Yeah. And that's, I mean, really all it is, is, you know, using like your influences and what's inspired you to like put your own creative spin on something. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I think that a lot of artists do that. And I think also it's great that Soulstream is, you know, appeals to all ages. You know, it's obviously, you know, kid friendly and, you know, young adult friendly, but I think even older adults will enjoy it as well. I mean, I enjoyed it and, you know, it's, yeah, it's refreshing. You know, it's, it's nice to have something that's not all like gore and, you know, graphic, just like a nice, enjoyable story about magic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely I'm really happy that I've been I've been able to make something that people of all ages can enjoy, especially since just personally I've always loved 
more lighthearted, just all ages kind of media, just because I, I don't really like the like the graphic stuff that would make it not all ages. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. What are some of your favorite comic books that you've, you've read growing up? Let's see. I know one that I really liked. I really liked the Miss Marvel series. I'm not caught up on it, but I really liked those. Oh, cool. I've read, I know I've read, I've read a lot of the Sailor Moon comics. Those were pretty cool. Oh yeah, those are nice. I think around the time when I was first writing Soulstream, I was reading all of the, I was reading a bunch of the Gwenpool comics and I liked those. I've read a few of the power, like the really old Power Pack comics, which I think are really cute. And yeah, I'm sure there are more, but... Yeah, I really like comics. Yeah, that's comics awesome. Comics are good. I, I was just thinking too, it's something that you'd probably like just based on your style is The Lumberjanes. You oh, totally yeah. I, I've been meaning out. to read that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, there's lots of different, you know, incarnations of it and different writers that have contributed. But yeah, it's really, really good. And it just kind of reminds me a little bit of your style with, you know, not as much like in the magical aspect, but just in the sort of youthfulness and and kind of in the art a little bit as well. Which speaking of, you've literally done everything. You've you've done the <laughs> writing, the art, the the, you know, the inking, the lettering, everything. How was that challenging to do all of it yourself? I think, it, yeah, at some points it was very, it's been very challenging to do it myself. But honestly, I'm really happy that I decided to do it all myself just because I've learned so much through all this process. And and it's interesting too when I think back, because when I was first starting this, it never once occurred to me to try to find someone else to take over a step of this process in the m- making of the comic. Yeah. Just because just growing up as a like a person who has been homeschooled for my entire life. Whenever, yeah. But whenever I've wanted to make something, I've just had to kind of figure out how to do it by myself and like how to teach myself how to do it by myself. Well, not entirely by myself. My mom is there too. And the internet, I don't know. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I get it. You're, well, you're self-sufficient and and it sounds like you're pretty independent. And when you want something done, you're like, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. So I just decided to make my comic by myself. And also, because I think that part of why I actually decided to start making the comic was just I I realized that making a comic would probably be a really great way to improve my art skills also. Uh, Because when you're just drawing pictures, like a lot of times you can avoid drawing certain things. Like if I didn't, if I wanted to, I could just never draw a background ever in my life. But when you're (laughs) making a comic, you have to draw that kind of stuff or the story just like stops making sense. Right. (laughs) That was a good point. Yeah. It keeps you like, yeah, and practicing all the different, you know, types of things that will be required. You know, if if, let's say you get commissioned by, you know, DC or, you know, Marvel at some point, you're going to have to have that skill to write, to be able to, to draw like pretty much anything they throw at you. Yeah. And yeah, making a comic has forced me to draw a lot of stuff that I never would have tried to draw otherwise. So I think it's been a really beneficial experience for me. That's so cool. That's very inspiring too. The other thing I wanted to mention was the variant cover is absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Who who did that cover or did Uh, you do the cover? No, that was uh, that variant cover. That's by my best friend, Cora Sweeney. She's, she's 18. She's incredible. She's an incredible artist. Wow. yeah, and she made that variant cover, and I'm so happy that she did that because every time I look at it, I love it so much, and it oh. makes me so happy. That is so sweet. And did she just kind of surprise you with it, or did you um, kind of give her some guidelines like, hey, I want you to draw this cover for me? You know, how did that process go? Yeah, I I, I asked her to draw a variant cover for me, and she did, and I'm very happy oh. that she <laughs> 
did that for me. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. I mean, the color, all of it is just, it's beautiful. And it seems to go, you know, well with the story. Yeah. Uh-huh. And especially since she's such an incredible artist, if I have a chance to help more people see her work, then I really want to help support her and make sure lots of people get to see her art. That's awesome. Does she have um, like a website or anything? I think she has an Instagram page and it's at Art by Cora Sweeney. I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, she she's amazing. And I love her so much. And she's great. Yeah, we can add her information to your information on the show notes, too. So if you want to promote her a little bit more, too. Yeah. That would be cool. It's always, you know, it's always nice when you have, I mean, it's great to do stuff on your own. I'm very similar to you, like where I I decide I'm going to do something and kind of like go into my cave and do it. But (laughs) it is also nice too, when you have those friends of yours that are also, you know, in the same industry that can kind of contribute and help help you get your your work done as well. You know, it's nice, especially if they're a friend. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's awesome. So how's it been with Scout? I know that, you know, that must be really exciting. You know, Scout is a really big indie comic book publisher. Like, just do you feel like it's one big family? Like, how's that experience been? Yeah, everyone at Scout, yeah, being part of Scout Comics has been really incredible. Everyone there is so incredibly supportive and helpful. They've all been just so amazing in making sure that every step of this process goes as smoothly as possible. And I'm just really thankful that everything panned out the way it did. And I got to be part of this team. Yeah, that's great. And hopefully when, when we go back to, you know, normal, normal times, you guys can actually get together and, you know, meet in person and, and have a little celebration, you know, for all of the artists. Yeah, that would definitely be really cool. I know. Yeah. I'd like, I wish I, once everything goes back to normal, I really would like to go to more comic conventions and either set up tables or, if there's a scout table, I can just go over there and talk to them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Com- Comic-Cons are great, a great experience. Did you have an opportunity to to go to any before, you know, the pandemic hit? Yeah, actually. Me and my friend Cora, we shared a table at the Bakersfield Comic-Con before oh. the pandemic hit. Nice. Uh, and that was really fun. That was our that was both of our first time ever like selling our artwork at a convention. And it was a really great and rewarding experience, I think, for both of us. Yeah, it's a lot of fun and you get to meet a lot of cool people. Yeah, it was it was really neat. And also, since we were sharing a table, it was a lot easier to talk to people because we're so, talking to people is hard sometimes. And it was neat to like we could since since we were together, it made us both, I think, more confident talking to people we don't know. So yeah, no, I agree. I, the first table I ever did was with a friend because I was nervous. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. And when you have someone there, it's much easier to, you know, like ice breaking, you know, questions and you can have like a group conversation rather than just feel like you're on display by yourself. <laughs> Speaking of like the quarantine, has that, well, I guess this is an interesting question for you because you said you've been homeschooled most of your life. So I was going to ask you if the quarantine has affected <laughs> your creative process at all. But I mean, you're probably used to to being home a lot anyways. Is that true or yeah, not? Or that's, that's that's somewhat true, actually. I, well, well, my, my school situation is somewhat interesting because I, I go to this. It's like a hybrid homeschool school. So ever since I started high school, I've, I've, I used to go to classes twice a week with like teachers and stuff and homework and all that. So that was when, when COVID hit, that stopped happening, but it was, it was a slightly easier transition just because 
since we only went to school twice a week, we were already used to getting most of our homework online and turning it in online and all that. Okay. Uh, so that that helped a bit. But yeah, it's it's been interesting. Yeah, but it's been, yeah, it's, I mean, it's obviously different for everyone, but I always like to ask artists and writers, you know, if it's, you know, affected your creativity at all, because we get yeah, so um, bogged down with like the news and everything that's going on. Do you still feel like you are able to really express yourself creatively? Yeah, I think so. And in some ways, all of this has actually been a, like somewhat helpful for actually finishing my comic, just because um, making making this comic has been so much work and I've spent pretty much every day just sitting at the table working on it for hours and hours. Yeah. And I think that if COVID hadn't hit, I would have probably missed out on a lot of like fun stuff if I had been sitting in there working on my comic all the time. But in this case, I didn't actually miss out on that much because it's not like I'm missing my prom to draw my comic because there's no prom. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 been very interesting. Uh, yeah. It's, but yeah, it's going to be pretty neat when this is all over, I think. Yeah, I think once uh yeah, once you're able to, you know, get out there and actually, you know, meet, you know, fans and readers. I mean, cuz you know, I I mean that must be an exciting concept for you that you will probably have fans, you know what I mean? And then you get <laughs> yeah. to meet them and and sign sign comics. Uh, are you really looking forward to that? I, I think so. I'm just excited for when I'll be able to go out and actually promote this book yeah. just because, well, and, and since I've been working so hard on the book, I haven't even had much time to like promote it on social media either. So once I'm done with it, I'm just going to be on social media trying to get people to read it, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way to engage. <laughs> it's social media is, you know, because it's free. It's a it's a platform that like literally everyone's on. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Instagram, you know, Twitter, even Facebook. I know that a lot of people are kind of over Facebook, but you can still <laughs> find some great um, readership, I think, on I know, Facebook. Yeah, I've, I've gotten a surprising amount of like engagement from Facebook over yeah. this whole thing. Like I didn't think that people were on Facebook, but it turns out there are actually a good amount <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of um, like a lot of reader type groups, you know, on there. Like if you search in their little search thing. Yeah. I mean, you just type in comic books or, you know, whatever it is, adventure novels, fantasy novels. There's yeah. just like a group for everything with like thousands of people that are just looking for new stuff to read. Yeah. Huh. And it's it's been very interesting, especially since like I, I mostly know how Twitter and Instagram work, but I have never under like Facebook. I I don't really know how it works, so my mom has had to help me. Yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> nice that she, but, yeah. she knows that enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Is your but, is your mom on Facebook? I think so. Yeah. 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 So, so she's already like figured it out, and she can help you now. Yeah, she she knows how it works much better than I do. So that's yeah. been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. The good thing about Instagram is, you know, it's it's more just about like the photos, which I like, yeah. you know, it's not just like, uh -huh. yeah. Know. And as an, as an artist, it, it's a lot more intuitive for me on Instagram because you just post images and that's most of the content is just images. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what is your, you know, what's your writing process like? Do you outline detailed outlines beforehand or are you what we like to call a pantser where you kind of make things up as you go along and then kind of figure it out afterwards? Like once uh, well, it's, I, you know, written. Uh, yeah, I, I always try my best to have a pretty detailed outline just because especially with how time consuming comics are, 
I I don't want to draw myself into a corner basically and get stuck in a place that I can't get out of without redrawing a bunch of stuff. Right. <laughs> uh, so generally, yeah, I try to plan everything out very meticulously before I actually start drawing. I usually write a pretty a very detailed script before I start working on each issue with like different like what how many panels are on each page and all that. Although with issue 5 just recently like has been a lot more like improvised like the the script part of it just because okay. just because I a lot of that some there's some stuff that I have a lot more trouble with like fight sequences and things like that. So a lot of times I'll leave that unscripted until I get to it and then I just kind of figure it out yeah. once I'm there. That's smart. Uh, but yeah, I I always try to plan things out before I start drawing just because drawing takes so long I do not want to have to do that again right (laughs) you're like let's just get it right the first time right yeah (laughs) well and so you said there's there's going to be five issues total and then that'll be eventually turned into a graphic novel yeah so soul stream is part of scouts nonstop imprint so basically, issue one came out, and then in the fall, they're just going to release all the rest of the story as a trade paperback. I don't think, which means I, there won't be floppy issues of two through five, but it'll okay. all be collected into a graphic novel in the fall, which I'm very excited for because that's all the stuff I've been working on for the last two years. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And you get to have it all in like one nice book and you get to hold it in your hands and display it, you know, in your house. That's very cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, awesome. So what is, you know, I know you're wrapping this up now, this this uh, series, and what is next for you? Uh, are you going to be doing um, something else with Scout? Have you have more ideas for, for another comic? Well, right now the plan is I'm just going to, well, I'm going to finish high school. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a gap year. And after that, I want to go to college. But during the gap year, I'd like to either work on more stuff or just promote my comic. I suppose it's, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, the one thing that I definitely have to do is I have to get my driver's license. I still don't have that. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) I I need to get a driver's license so I can be a functioning adult in society. So I'm going to have to do that sooner or later. Uh, (laughs) And what, so for college, do you want to stay kind of in the writing or art lane or are you going to study something completely different? I'm not entirely sure yet. I know I've looked at a lot of schools that have like animation programs, but I'm still not entirely sure what it is that I want to study. I know I want to study lots of different kinds of stuff. Like, like I want to take lots of different classes in lots of different types of things. Like I want to take a lot of liberal arts classes just because I think that putting more stuff into my brain that's not even necessarily related to comics or art can, will make everything I make just more, just better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Yeah, it's it's really important, I think, as a writer to to really read as much as you can about, you know, things, you know, and especially like when you're writing something and, you know, you're doing research, to sometimes they already have like a little bit of that knowledge, you know, whether it's mythology or history, you know, or even science, you know, depending on what you're writing, it definitely makes you have more of a well-rounded you know, bag yeah. of tricks, I guess, or box of tools, whatever you want to call it, for lack of a better word. But yeah, it's it's nice to to learn, you know, as much as possible that you can put into your writing. Yeah, exactly. I just want to go to college and put a bunch of stuff in my brain so that I can make more 
art things, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. What what advice would you give to other, you know, people your age that are hoping and wishing to to do the same thing and to have a comic book published or a novel published? Well, I think I would just say that if there's something that you just really want to make, but you feel like your skills aren't entirely to the point where where you have the ability to make it yet, I think it's great to just start making your project because eventually as you work on it, your skills will improve. And because I think that making a big story project like this is a great way to improve your skills and to just very quickly just, and yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great advice. Make comics. I don't. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, exactly. I think that's really good advice. Just try to figure out what you're good at and, and try to get better at what maybe you're not and then, and keep working at it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Now you you mentioned video games. So I have to ask you, are you playing anything specific right now or do you have any favorites? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not playing anything specific right now just cause I've, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I know I, I really like just like Nintendo games and stuff. I just think they're really cute and fun, but yeah, I know I'm looking forward to once I finish my comic to just taking a few weeks and just playing a whole bunch of video games because yeah I <laughs> reward I am... yourself with some <laughs> video game time <laughs> yeah that's yes, cool I, yeah <laughs> that's very cool and do you have any interest in the future in like writing like an actual you know full-length novel or short stories or anything like that I'm not really entirely sure I guess I know a few times I I know several times throughout my life I've I've tried writing like novel stuff but a lot of the times I realize that I I really do enjoy telling stories more visually than through words I guess just because a lot of times when I'm when I try to write and like describe the visuals of something I just get frustrated that I can't just draw it so (laughs) yeah but yeah I think I definitely throughout the rest of my life I want to try to experiment with lots of different mediums like I want to get better at animating stuff I want to try to make more video games make more comics maybe, but yeah. yeah. Just to explore the possibilities, right? I mean, you're Mm -hmm. so young and you've got like such a, you know, a large career ahead of you. I'm excited to kind of see where your career goes and to like watch you, you know, flourish in this industry because, (laughs) you know, you've, you've gotten, like I said, you're a little ahead of the curve, you know, starting early, early on (laughs) and, and with, you know, a great publisher like Scout too, that opens a lot of doors. So yeah, I'm excited to see where that takes you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you know, for those listening, please go check out Soul Stream. I read the first issue. It's really great. It's really cute. It's great for uh, families. You can read together and remember to support your local comic book shops. Seda, thank you so much for coming on today. This is really fun. You're such a sweetheart. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Come back on again anytime. You know, we can talk about the whole series arc once it's complete. So we're not giving you <laughs> any spoilers. And once it's out, we can come back and, and talk about all five issues. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Hope you have a good night. Oh, I have I hope you have a good night too. Thank you. Thanks so much. And we're back. That's right. We are back. Back in the saddle again. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys really, really enjoyed that as much as we did making it for you. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, 
you got to go check out SpoilerVerse.com because at SpoilerVerse.com, we have a plethora. Plethora is such a, it's such a snobbish word. I like it, though. <laughs> it's, it's a good word. <laughs> we have an obscene amount of oh, interviews obscene. with amazing directors and artists of all walks of life and editors and writers and oh my god are you a lover of comic books like we are and then there's so many so many amazing people from the comic book world over at spoilerverse.com and i highly implore you to go there and check it out yeah and while you're there you can check out all the other podcasts on our network like bridging the geekdoms and funny book forensics and haphazard adventures and nerds in the crypt and so many more misery point radio episodes all the time misery point radio has got a ton of great stuff out there go check all of them out and Check out all of the reviews and previews and articles we have going up every single day for you. Every day on Spoilerverse.com for you to check out, to read, and to love, and to like, and to comment. We have a store link. You want to help support the site? You can do it two ways. One, go to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash country, Or go to our store link in the middle of the site there and get a t-shirt, a face mask, a hoodie, something. Look fly as hell and help support the site when you do that because we get a dollar or two. And, you know, maybe you want to talk to us. If you do, you can do it you know, obviously on all the socials. But if you go to scpod.us slash discord, you can join our public discord server and come chat with us all day long. I couldn't say it better myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You just mouthed out a ton of information at once. And really, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy what you're hearing because we're, we're working our butts off to bring it to you. We are. We are. I guess there's only one left thing. One left thing? Yeah. I'm going to go with it. There's only one left thing left to do. What's that? In an oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind. And...